This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. And I'm Heather Branch here with John to talk about things that you can be working on now in effort to better prepare for your financial future. RetirementSolutionRadio.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with John and his team at J. Hagen Capital. Again, that's RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Has anybody else noticed? I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger is having a bit of a come up this summer. Like he's kind of everywhere all of a sudden. He is it Netflix? Yeah, he's all over Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know what the story is. Is he's this just, his last big push? Kind of his farewell tour, like when Rod Stewart and the Seal started doing uh, um, <laughs> CDs of everyone else's songs, right? Yeah, he uh, well, he's starring in a, a series, but then they also did a biopic on him. I'm wondering if they did okay. the biopic to kind of pump up the series and give some, you know, behind the there you scenes. Go. I was wondering if maybe Planet Hollywoods weren't doing as well. Oh, I think Planet uh, Hollywoods went out of business a long time ago. Did they not? They may have. I think they did. Still, Arnold is as well. I feel like as relevant and celebrated as he always was. Mostly people just, I mean, is there anybody else that people love to impersonate more than Donald Trump or Arnold Schwarzenegger? If we're being no, ourselves. I don't think so. I, I mean, like those are the two you hear most all uh-huh, the time. Uh-huh. Um, they they were the, in all those Kia commercials uh, forever. They would use those voices, those celebrities that had their uh-huh. voices. I think they were sued enough times to where they quit doing. Really? Those. Is that I think so? Because I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I haven't heard one of those Kia commercials with a Schwarzenegger or a or a Trump uh, thing in a long time. It used to be a Barack Obama even before that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, I so. can see why they got sued about that then. <laughs> you think? Right. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. Well, here we have the real Arnold because. Because he was recently on CBS Sunday Morning talking about how he continues to keep up with his childhood friends all the way back in Austria. Wow. Here is the man himself. So I bought them an iPhone so we could talk every week. Your elementary school classmates. That's right, yeah. And we have the greatest time laughing about it, talking about the good old days and what we are doing now. And the funny thing is also it's kind of like the health problems, you know, because when you get older, you talk more about that than when you were young. And so this is the kind of stuff that we end up talking a lot of times when we talk about health issues. It's funny, you know, when you get to be 75. 75, wow. shoot, 43 years old. I'm talking on my friends about lower back pain. Like, well, are that, you, yeah. what do you do to get rid of this? Yeah, I was, I was, we, we were playing old man basketball last year uh-huh. and there's a couple guys, you know, still pushing into their, you know, their early to mid fifties. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Hey guys, you know, just to be honest, do your ankles and knees bug you? Like, Oh my gosh, John, you don't understand. <laughs> there's some days I'm fearful that I'm not going to be able to get out of bed, you know, uh-huh. Monday morning, uh-huh. you know, after this. Cause I was like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I've felt okay most of my life, right. but this is a little bit of a different pain. I was just curious. Things and I said, are- oh, changing. It's just how it goes, man. Things are changing and the conversations that we have as we get older, at least when it comes to our health anyway, because when it comes to our investing strategies, John, the conversation and the behavior turns out is not changing enough. According to the Mm -hmm. Wall Street Journal, we've been talking this show about that zone right before retirement, those three to five years out. They were saying how many investors who are in the retirement age, age 55 and up, are putting most of their nest egg into the stock market. Okay. And this could really backfire on somebody if there is a major tumble. The article also said that reasons for these stock-heavy portfolios is this feeling, this need to catch up. And people don't have any other options. Is this something that you're seeing? And if so, how do you address it? Yeah, and and I've I've seen this for years and years and years. And, and, And if you have to think, I mean, the last 13 years, when you go all the way back to essentially 2000 and nine, 
we've had roughly 13 years where the majority of those years are pretty good. If you'd invested in stocks, you know, when you were younger or 13 mm-hmm. years ago, you, you had a relatively smooth ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some years that weren't very good. And of course, last year was a little bit painful, but that was essentially one really bad year out of 13. So a lot of us, we've just kind of been tuned. It was like, okay, well, I'm just going to stay in the sucker because it'll probably come back one day. Right. Because it's been a very long time since we saw the market really correct and have a whole bunch of choppy years where it's up 10 one year, maybe down 20 the next. And the big thing that we have to understand about that is, is I generally feel pretty strongly that the country will do okay over the next 25, 30 years overall. Now, having said that, the market should do okay too. But here's the big problem. When we look at how do we create an income to live in retirement, most of the time, stocks are really not an attractive answer. And the way that we learned this and the way that I have studied this when I went back to school for not just my second master's, but my third master's, one of the things that we were looking at was how can pension fund managers truly manage our money? Like how on earth did they figure out how that they can give us a paycheck for the rest of our life? Even if we're older than Betty White was. She was 137 years old. (laughs) I mean, amazingly, that would put most pension fund managers down. They wouldn't be able to do it. So what they studied, and this is interesting because there's entire things you can look it up on the Google machine whenever you want, but they talked about, well, uh, retirees are very similar to college endowments. Think about it. So every single year, if you, let's say, are the University of Louisville or University of Kentucky or Harvard or Yale, whatever it is, you have to pay, no matter how much money you bring in from all the student tuition and revenue, you still have to pay all of the teachers for that year, all of the professors, right? You have to stripe the football fields and stripe the basketball courts and all these things. It costs money no matter what the market does. So when you look at how investments uh, have been made in endowments, they don't use very much equities at all. I say very much. They typically have between 20 and 35% of their money potentially in equities. Now, why is this? It's not because stocks don't go up. Mm -hmm. It's because it's too volatile. They can't be certain that they're going to be able to get those payments made if they have that volatility. And so this is a whole study. This is basically distribution economics is we're making money, is we're building money, pumping all our money in these 401ks and IRAs and accounts. It's one thing to grow it. That, that's all we're trying to do is to grow the money. But when we need to pull money out of these accounts, all of a sudden things change tremendously. Then years like last year, where the market was down nearly 20%, if you pulled out 5% to live off of last year, mm-hmm. you still are down 11% from where you would have been January of the year before. So if you actually had last year's market loss and you pulled up 5%, even though the market's way up this year, you're still underwater by 11%. Now, guys, that is a big deal. And so when you understand that, as we get closer to needing to touch this money, we cannot spend income from a lost asset. (laughs) If we lost the money, there's nothing to produce income. So that is a very big thing I want everyone to understand. It doesn't matter if the market goes up or down. Every single study that you look at, you will find that you can pull more money, more income every single month from a portfolio that has lower volatility. Well, obviously, stocks have a lot of volatility. 
Yesterday, I was looking at my own statement. I am still down 68% in Roku stock. <laughs> now, I think it might come back. Okay. I mean, all of my TVs have Roku on it. They sure. really do. But I'm still down 60 plus percent. So I can't even think about pulling an income from something like that. And there's right. a lot of us out there that maybe we've owned General Electric over the years. Yeah. Or maybe we've owned UPS has not had a very good year. Maybe we've had Anthem at different periods of time. All of these companies, and these are just local companies I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. doesn't mean they're good or bad. It just means that if we're looking at that portfolio, producing income is the absolute outcome we want for retirement. So I still like stocks, but there are so many strategies that we should be aware of, whether to go long short, which means that you have positions when things are good, you're in the market. But when things go very wrong, you can make money on the way down. That is a strategy we need to consider hmm. for some of our portfolios. Okay. There's other things where you can just hedge your downside risk. You can use options. You can use derivatives. You can use trailing stop losses. You can use any kind of, they're newer, but you can use insurance indexing strategies where you're literally getting the money insured by a bank or an insurance company. They're protecting your money completely. Mm -hmm. But instead of you putting your money in the S&P index, they buy the S&P 500 index for you. So what does that mean? If the market goes up, you make money on the S&P 500. But if the market goes down, you don't lose anything. So these aren't bad concepts. And again, you can do them with banks, you can do them with trust companies, and you can do them with insurance companies. And all three of those give your principal sometimes 100% protection, which is really good because some of these strategies now, Heather, you don't have to have your money in the market where you could potentially lose it. Okay. And you could still potentially get 10 all the way up to 18% of the upside. That is really strong. Yeah. Now, these strategies have been around for a long time, but they've only recently gotten attractive because interest rates have moved up. So okay. these caps or these amounts we can get are just higher. Yeah. But those are things that is worth really looking. Okay, maybe we're 55, 60, 65. Maybe we just retired. These are things that I really want people to be aware of because there are ways that you, yeah, you might be able to get 11, 12, 13% on your money that year, but you may have no risk or very limited risk that we can pull an income from. Those are better strategies. So if you have not been aware of those or you're not sure how those would work in your situation or you're a little nervous about what the markets may be doing and you yeah. know you like equities because they go up and they can make you a ton of money. You just don't want to lose too much. Yeah. Give our firm a call. Let my staff take a look at what your options would be. And, and could you use one of those strategies to still get tremendous ups, but protect your downside when things go wrong? Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.